This week on Foamcast Radio, I've got a couple of fun Instagram games for nerfers that everyone can join in on for free. We take a look at Nerf's only select fire blaster, I give you a full listing of upcoming battle events, and we talk to the owner of a mobile Nerf rental company. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to this week's episode of Foamcast Radio. I really struggled this week to find any sort of notable news items having to do with Nerf or any of their competitors, so instead I decided that I would take this opportunity to talk to you a little bit about a couple of different things that I've been doing over on the Foamcast Radio Instagram that I think are super fun and that uh, Nerfers of all ages all over the place can get in on. The first one is called Mod Mystery Monday. Now, the way this game works is I take a blaster, I mod it, and in the process, I end up removing some parts. They could be circuit boards, they could be thermistors, they could be different mechanical locking parts. But what I end up with is a little pile of parts, and then I take a picture of those parts, and I post them on the Foamcast Radio Instagram account on Monday. Now, this is a giveaway contest game, so if you go on Instagram and you find the most recent one, you can enter the giveaway. All you have to do is guess which blaster the parts came out of. If you guess the correct answer and you tag a friend, this is very important in order to complete your entry, you get entered to win a Foamcast Radio Magnet. Now, eventually, I'll upgrade to some other cool merch items. I'm working on a couple of different things in the background that some people know about. But right now, we're just doing the Foamcast Radio Magnets. So head over to Instagram.com slash Foamcast Radio or find the link in the show notes at FoamcastRadio.com and go guess which blaster this week's parts came out of. If you're right, you'll be entered to win. And don't forget to tag a friend in your comment to complete your entry. The second game that I've got going on over there is called Friday Foam Find. So basically the way this one works is on Friday, you go out to a Goodwill, a thrift store, a garage sale, what have you, and you go out and you find a good deal on a Nerf blaster. It doesn't necessarily have to be on Friday, but post a picture of the blaster that you found on Friday and use the hashtag Friday Foam Find and show everybody what you were able to get a hold of. So for example, this week I picked up from a Goodwill down in Tillamook, Oregon while I was on vacation, I picked up a Nerf Zombie Strike Ripshot. I got it for $3. I probably overpaid for it because it's not a very good blaster, but it was one that I didn't have, and so I went ahead and picked it up. So get out there this week, go to your local thrift stores, secondhand stores, find a good deal on a blaster, take a picture of it, and on Friday, post it with the hashtag FridayFoamFind. Make sure you head over to our Instagram at Instagram.com slash FoamCastRadio and follow me because I'm posting stuff almost every day over there, and it's always great content. So head over there, follow me, and make sure that you comment and engage with the community. Looking for Foamcast Radio merch? We've got apparel, patches, and sweet tactical gear available for purchase on our website. Foamcastradio.com slash merch. And now, back to the show. 
This week, I am talking about the Nerf Modulus Regulator. Now, I know that this is not a new blaster or a recent release. It's been out for a hot minute, but I recently just managed to get my hands on one finally, and so I wanted to give my take on it. First, let me tell you a little bit about the blaster. This is a flywheel blaster powered by four C batteries, and it fires from one of two included 12-round magazines or any of the other Nerf Elite magazines. It costs 50 US dollars, but if you were smart like I was and went down to Toys R Us and bought one on clearance, you could have picked one up for 30 bucks. Go check your local Toys R Us and see if they're still clearancing their inventory. Now, it comes with a number of different attachments. For example, it has this kind of weird, interesting handle attachment that attaches up on the barrel attachment point. It also comes with a stock that stores a second magazine, and ergonomically it's very interesting. The stock is a very good length, but the blaster itself has the hand grip. Instead of being out in front of where the magazine loads, the hand grip is actually between the pistol grip and the magazine, which is a little bit funky, but it still works. It does have a top rail as well as a bottom rail where you can attach a foregrip, and it comes with two more barrel attachments that are actually barrel extensions, and they have their own female rail attachments where they can be attached to the top rail, which turns them basically into scopes. They look really funky and weird when you try to use them this way, but they do have that feature. Overall, it's a very long blaster. Even with all of the different accessories removed, it's almost as long as a collapsed rapid strike. Now, what really makes the regulator interesting and different from all other blasters that are out there is that it is select fire. This is something that some modders have been doing for a long time, but basically there's a switch on the side of the blaster that you can reach with your thumb that allows you to choose either semi-automatic mode, meaning that it will fire one dart when you pull the trigger no matter how long you hold the trigger down, or you can put it in burst fire mode where it will fire three darts in succession Again, no matter how long you hold the trigger down, or you can put it in full auto mode, in which case it will fire for as long as you hold down the trigger, as long as there's still ammo. One of the other cool features is that when it runs out of ammunition, an indicator light on the back of the blaster will flash at you to indicate that it's empty. I'm not really sure why this is necessary because it's pretty simple to figure out that your blaster is empty as soon as it stops shooting, but it is kind of a cool feature. Now, performance-wise, it's very unimpressive. It gets about the same performance as a stock Rapid Strike or Strife, pretty much the same performance you're going to get from any stock Elite flywheel blaster. Now, I can hear you already out there saying, well, that's no problem because just like my Strife or my Rapid Strike, I'll just open it up, I'll replace the motors and the flywheels, I'll hook up a LiPo to it, and it'll be super powerful. Well, unfortunately, this brings us to the modding. Because of the circuit boards in there and the circuitry and the IR beam and all that other stuff that's going on, it's pretty difficult and dangerous to do a battery mod. That doesn't mean it's impossible, and there are some videos on YouTube of people who've done it successfully, but it's definitely a lot easier to permanently fry the blaster than it would be with, say, a rapid strike. That's because you can't just simply rewire everything. You have circuit boards in there with little microchips on them, and you can't fry those or patch around them if you want to maintain the select fire feature. Aside from doing a battery mod, the other mods that are possible are different lock removals, which are also pretty difficult, but 
it is possible to remove the trigger lock as well as the jam door lock. Overall, I think this blaster is very interesting. It has some unique features that make it different from most, if not all, of the blasters that are out there that are available. But it's very difficult to mod, and it's very odd ergonomically as far as how long it is and the placement of the hand grip. One really good thing is that the included stock is very strong. I mentioned it is a storage stock. You can add a magazine into it, and it's really, really sturdy, which is great because a lot of times we get these attachment stocks and they're very flimsy. This one is not flimsy and so I'm looking forward to attaching it to other blasters and because it's a good length it'll make it nice and comfortable. As far as the other attachments that are included, the scopes are pretty useless uh, unless you just like the look of them and the handle is definitely pointless. It is not heavy enough to warrant needing any sort of a handle. However, if you like these things just for the aesthetics, it's nice that they're included. Definitely check out the link in the show notes if you're interested in purchasing one. It's one that I'm happy to have in my arsenal, and I definitely recommend giving it a look. Dart Wars is an indoor foam dart battlefield that can accommodate up to 80 players per hour. Bring your own blaster or use one of ours. We specialize in birthday parties, team building exercises, and employee parties. Bring in your team for a party, book a fundraiser for your organization, or stop by anytime during open hours and get in on the constant action. Visit dartwars.com. That's D-A-R-T. WARZ.com for more information on hours and location. See you on the battlefield. This week, I have a ton of events to tell you about. On June 9th, New York Nerf Herders is having their Kingdom Darts event in Dix Hills, New York. June 9th and 10th, Horizon Prime is having their Nerf War Campout in Spokane, Washington, and this is a two-day-long LARPing event. On June 10th, in Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads Nerf Gaming is having an End War pregame. And then on June 16th, in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, they are also having a Century 3 Mall Nerf War. The National Dart Wars Association is having their 2018 Pro Tournament in Colorado Springs on June 20th, followed shortly thereafter on June 22nd through the 24th by End War and FoamCon 2018 in Athens, Ohio. And finally, the Spokane Nerf Association is having their second organized battle event on June 30th. More info on all of these events is available in the show notes over at foamcastradio.com. Guys, if you have any information on any upcoming events that are open to the public, please contact me at info at foamcastradio.com. I'd love to feature it on the show. Foamcast Radio is entirely supported by our sponsors. Please support the show by checking them out and use our coupon code when you make a purchase. And now, back to the show. All right, boys and girls, this week on the show, we have Kelly Lee from Nerf Turf Battle. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. So, Kelly, uh, we're going to talk about your business, which I think is really cool and interesting. But before we get into that, I just need to know, what is your origin story with Nerf? What got you into the nerfing hobby? Absolutely. Uh, it's pretty funny. We were walking in the park, me and my wife, and we were thinking about, man, we'd like to have a party for our kids, you know, have a nice Nerf party. And I just been looking. I really don't see anything. And I said, well, you know, I want something that they, they come to me, set everything up. All I got to do is tell my kids to go have play, have some fun, and they come pick everything up, and I don't have to worry about 
And I said, well, since there's nothing there, I said, how about we do it? So that's, that's, that's when we decided we were going to do it back in December. So it sounds like this kind of started out as a business opportunity to begin with because you saw sort of a need out there for this kind of a thing. And then uh, from that point on, did it sort of grow into a hobby for you? Oh, absolutely. Um, I definitely found a, a hobby I loved. I didn't know I loved until I started doing it. That's one of the things I uh, tried to push with my company is I didn't want to just have, you know, a bunch of disruptors. I wanted to have stuff that I like to play with that the kids will love and my kids love playing with. So that's why we went more to uh, having strifes for our parties, desolators. And we do have some front loaders to make it easier because not everybody can do a uh, front, you know, do a strife. I wanted to make it easier where they just, you know, shove a shove a dart in the front, pull the, pull the uh, piece back and... And pew pew. Absolutely. Yeah. Make it easy for the kids. So for people who have never heard of your business before, I know you touched on it a little bit, but can you kind of explain what, what exactly is Nerf Turf Battle? Well, what we are is a Nerf party rental company. And what, what we'll do is uh, we'll come to you. We'll set everything up. We're in the Katy area. We'll do Sugar Land and Fortress. Um, Sugar Land, well, we do Sugar Land and Katy. And what we do is we'll come bring everything to you, whether it be uh, your house, park, any kind of venue you have. We'll uh, set up the blaster boards, which are our bunkers. And we also have reactive targets on it. And then we bring four tables. We bring all our blasters. Usually we do double the amount of kids there. That way they get more of an opportunity to opportunity to try different blasters out. We'll have safety glasses. We have tactical vests. We bring water. We even bring uh, icy pops for the kids that way because it's getting so hot here in Texas. Now, do you also have uh, certain game types that you run? Do you referee any of the events, anything like that? No, we pretty much just set up and y'all play. Well, we do leave a uh, we have a book that has different game types in it that they can play, and um, we kind of go over all the blasters, and then we then we kind of leave it up to the parents to kind of supervise. And then we come back and we clean everything up when the party's over. So it sounds like uh, you're pretty set up with as far as the the blasters, the barriers, all those different things. So this is probably something that's. Uh, pretty popular for things like birthday parties, like you mentioned. Um, do you have, are, are there any opportunities for growth of your business that you can see areas that maybe you could expand into? Oh, absolutely. We're going to try, we're trying to get to do family re- reunions. Um, I think it's great for work, for work, uh, businesses, for team building. And uh, we also, our, our goal too is to do some uh, free events for some of the churches around here to give back to the community that's given to us so much as well. But yeah, it's just, uh, there's definitely lots of opportunity. And, and we're just trying to grow the hobby itself in Katy. There isn't a whole lot of places that are doing anything with, with, with Nerf. So we also have a uh, Nerf Turf Battle Club. Once once we have enough members, we're going to set up a free event for everyone to be able to participate in, have fun with the family. That's pretty awesome that uh, that you're doing that, that you're uh, working to sort of grow the community down there. Want to advertise on Foamcast Radio? We love offering our listeners exclusive discounts. Send us an email at info at foamcastradio.com. And now, back to the show. I've talked to a few different Nerf-based businesses uh, on the show. And between businesses like yours, sort of that the mobile rental uh, company and, you know, the indoor Nerf arenas and things like that, do you think, in your opinion, are there opportunities out there for things that are still needed to help grow the nerfing community? Oh, absolutely. There's plenty of, uh, plenty of room for growth. 
In fact, myself, in the next five years, I hope to have my own facility set up. But definitely, I think there's plenty of room for, you know, there's just so many people out here that there's plenty of room for other people to grow the business as well and, and teach the, about the fun of uh, doing Nerf. I mean, and what's great about it, too, is, is it's better than just sitting around playing video games all day. You get some exercise, you have fun. I mean, what could be better? I totally agree with you there. So now you were mentioning to me earlier that you also have gotten into Nerf and lately you've gotten into some modding. Is that correct? That is correct. Absolutely. I've gotten into painting and I've been doing some uh, mods and trying to work on a strike. Everybody killed me to know it's a blue one, but I'm going to probably repaint it. I know those are getting more rare and hard to find. That's pretty awesome. And there's there's a quite the thriving uh, Nerf modding community out there. And so it's it's good to uh, it's always good to be adding more people to that. So that's pretty cool that you're getting into that. And I find it really uh, interesting that this is something where you didn't even know that you were going to be interested in it until you started this business, and then you realized how much fun it was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, I've seen a few YouTube videos and stuff, and then I. Well, it's once we started the business, started, you know, playing with the kids a lot because I was looking for an opportunity to, you know, bond with the kids in a different way than just playing, you know, video games. Or, and I thought this was a real great way to get to get some, you know, good one on one time with the kids. And we, we've come up with a few different games to play around the house. The Nerf. Well, Kelly, it's been great talking to you about your business. Um, how can people find out more information if they want to learn more? Oh, absolutely. We have a website, uh, nerfturfbattle.com, as well as you can check us out on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well. And I do have a uh, YouTube channel with one little video kind of showing uh, an idea of what it's like for a basic party setup. It shows you a lot of the blasters we have, the tables, the bunkers, safety glasses, vests. Kind of gives you a real good visual of what we have. And pretty much almost all our blasters are brand new. Well, that's awesome. We'll definitely link over to all of those resources over in our show notes. Now, Kelly, before I say goodbye, I've got one other question that I have to ask you. Out of all the different blasters that you've played with, which one is your favorite? I got to say my favorite blaster is the Stripe. They're awesome. You can do so many mods to them. Plus, you know, there's endless 3D printing you can do with parts people share and you have a full auto kit you can put the painting you see out there on instagram is amazing on what people can do hydro dips all kinds of awesome things and that's why that one is my favorite well that is definitely a great answer my guest this week has been kelly lee from nerf turf battle and kelly thank you so much for joining me oh it's been my pleasure i really appreciate you having me on Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Earlier in the show, I mentioned Mod Mystery Monday to you, and I wanted to let you know who won last week's Mod Mystery Monday contest. The winner was Arbiter7734, who correctly guessed, along with three other people, that those particular parts came out of a Nerf Vortex Proton. So congratulations to him. I will be shipping him a Foamcast radio magnet. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio.